Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. does feel good. I don't know why it feels so good, but it certainly feels good to be back on the Friday form. I think I do know why it feels so good to be back on the Friday form panel with Dan Malecki. We're through the first four races, and now we get serious. First leg of the quaddy is the better vet trot. Uh, many winning chances, and I'll tell you what, an enormous, staggering, freakish amount of gates bit off the front line. But, Dan, we know this. Uh, we've, we've seen this movie before. When there's this much speed off the front line, it can go one of two ways, can't it? They can all fly out. Or almost nobody does, and, and uh, there's a concession that one certain horse is going to find the top. I don't know how you read it, but the good news is you're about to tell us. Mm. Well, look, I think hopefully, either hopefully. scenario, fast speed, slow speed, it suits RC Phoenix, um, and he's got the respect now. He's coming off a bit of a freshen up, so he could well be vulnerable. Um, I... I I had to put him on top, but I've, I, I think Love Gun's a serious threat here. He's probably as big a threat to himself than anything else because he um, he broke up last time and you saw him a couple of starts prior. He's just nursed around, but he is going really well, um, Love Gun. But uh, I, I think that RC Phoenix has proven that he's a, he's a group one trotter and he's still getting up through the grades. Um, so 11's on top, uh, but I, I think the five uh, love gun at the at the value is um, is ter- terrific. Uh, Nine dollars and two fifty uh, each way price. Ewitt with a gate speed. Rebel Stoke always the camp have talked about Rebel Stoke as being the better of that group of mares. Still find her somewhat um, unreliable, but um, you know she's just about at the stage where she could flex her muscles and. Um, I just think $6 about both of those at the moment seems a little bit of unders. I'd be interested to see how that uh, market shapes itself out. You might have an idea there, Jace. Call my ears the other one as well. There's not much between each of those Anton Galino runners. But look, my tips here, I've got 11 on top, uh, ahead of uh, 5, um, 7 and 6. 11, 5, 7, 6. Yeah, right. You've really... Uh... You've really changed my opinion here on Love Gun. I know the horse is going really well. I don't know why. These things tend to happen. So there was some time ago that I was, um, I think it was uh, five starts ago, so it was all the way back at the start of April before I was uh, I was taken into captivity, that uh, I spoke to Greg Sugars prior to uh, a run at Melt 1 by Hammers Lord, and Love Gun was very, very short, and... He seemed perplexed and shocked that the horse could be so short and, and sort of made cases for why uh, he wouldn't win. He led on that occasion. He did get beaten by Hammer's Law. And it probably, uh, 
it, it's, it's influenced my my take on Love Gun. But I'm with you uh, primarily. Uh, RC Phoenix is the horse to beat. RC Phoenix is a very, very, very good horse. What price are we looking at at the moment for for RC Phoenix? Two fifteen. Yeah, that's that's rock bottom though, isn't it? That's rock bottom when mm. you considering. I, I think the case I made going back to Braveheart and. and uh, William Wallace, that um, it's quite a large Antigolino army you're facing here. RC Phoenix has got a sort of, um, I mean, they can sort of look after each other a little bit, you would have thought, in terms of Cormier, who is, when when Cormier leads, she wins. Um, I don't think she's ever been beaten in front. Revelstoke, I think, is the most talented of them. Egret is the most professional. And then you've got Visionary, and we don't know where Visionary is at, and Visionary might be the best of the lot. So it's mm. it's uh, it's it's perplexing in terms of um, trying to work out exactly who's going to lob where here. But RC Phoenix, I'm with you. I've got it on top. I'm not sure I want to launch into 2.15. I think we might get a drift there, at least to some degree. Call my ear in for second on the proviso that she does balance and burn and find the top because, as mentioned, unbeaten when leading. And then I've got Visionary in not really knowing. I mean, the trial was good, but not really knowing... Uh, where we stand here in number seven, Revelstoke, who I've always had a huge opinion of. So 11, 3, 9, and 7 for me. Now we get to the free-for-all, the centre state printing pace. It's uh, up to 120 and an opportunity for um, a couple of runners here. I- I'm very interested in your speed map in this race, Dan, because the market suggested totally that Ian Buckingham was just going to find the front. Um, when Yambuckian has been forced to breeze in races, I don't think it's ever run a place. If it goes back, it can't win. It would it would need to, in my opinion, it would need to just cross them and lead. But you've got Curly James there that's got good gate speed. I think Vanquish Stride will kick up and only want, want to hand up to um, whoever uh, it believes won't hand up to anything else. This is on the proviso. Once again, the Platinum Stride doesn't get a run. Uh, Max Delight might come out running, but does he have the gate speed across from seven these days? Probably not. It, it's an interesting one. I certainly thought from my end that Yambuckian opened far, far too short. It, I think it was in red figures, $1.60, $1.70. But um, you might be about to uh, provide a dissertation that tells me that Yambuckian will lead and will win. I hope not. Please allay my fears. Uh, look, um, I, I can't. I'm, uh, oh, no. I... Look, I think Yambucky, and I can understand why it's favourite, and, and the likelihood is it's got the gate speed and it can cross, and you're right, I think Curly James is the horse that... It did, did it won the Cobram Cup first up, didn't it? Yep. Last prep. It, I know it won first up last prep, and, you know, it's sort of horse that's forward enough early. Um, doesn't look like there's a lot of other opposition with speed on the front line, but if Curly James is able to get over to the pegs first, it's going to get the run of the race. Perfect run first up, so... I thought it would be, it'd be the threat. Um, I don't like tipping horses first up um, in metropolitan class races, but I, I'm wary of this one, Curly James. No, Yambuckian, it shows you the strength of the free-for-all last week. Yambuckian goes around at 100 to 1, and uh, this week is $2.15. It's amazing how good that race was last week. Um, I, I think that all those horses on the background, like a wildfire, have been continuing to tip. And look, he hasn't been going badly, but I just feel like I should ease off... Uh, on his bandwagon. He's in the mix, and Tango Tara, likewise, is going to get out to good odds. Bulletproof boys, similarly, he'll get back, but he'll flash home. Uh, but I think... Um, I don't want to back him back in at 2.15, Jason, but I'm struggling to get confidence to tip something else um, that uh, is capable of uh, of beating him. So 
it's more a, a race where I want to factor in the horses that can win, say, for the quaddy. So Curly James might represent that value. I've, uh, I've tipped five, two, nine, and ten. Maybe it's like a wildfire and it's going to be his race. What some of these free-for-alls have missed out on a lot of the time, and it could be similar here, there hasn't been a death seat horse that mm. puts pressure to the leader. So that's the aspect of Yem Buckian that might be suited best. It may well be stablemate Tango Tara that goes around, sits parked, and at $10 he might well be the value. Uh, the horse that you were intimating before had a chance at odds, Vanquish Stride, since we've been on air, has trimmed up from 23 to 14. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a message from Steve Cleave, um, and he said, uh, the odds are gone, and uh, don't wait for the emergency to, emergency to come out, but unfortunately I have to. But, you know, there's, there's always a silver lining. Obviously... Uh, People still think, despite my uh, my couple of months away and the uh, rumours of my passing and deceasement, <laughs> that uh, I've still got an idea because I, I said it at the top of the show and now it's 23 into 14, so the odds have gone. And more importantly, in in some respect, the place odds 440 maybe into $3.10. So, uh, Lord above, Lord above. Will there be a scratching? No, I don't know. That's the problem. That's why I couldn't bet, but others have. So, well done and good luck, and hopefully there are no scratchings. Um yeah, look, I've gone nine, two, five, and three here. I've gone like a wildfire. So here's here's my thinking. Yeah, Bucky and did beat the stable mate, obviously the the uh, little brother, the Miracle Mile winner, catch a wave a few starts back. But yeah, Bucky and is yet to prove that he's a free for all. So even if Curly, even if he does lead, but Curly James decides to run the gate and ensure it gets across Vanquish Stride, and they run a, a fast first quarter here. Yeah, Bucky and's done some work like a wildfire. Is the kind of horse I, remember, I will never forget that um, that night. I think it was against Triple Eight, wasn't it? Where like a wildfire yeah. just took off, and the sustained capacity for eight hundred metre top speed freak for all proper good horse um, antics uh, won him the race. And we know he's a proper good horse. Like like a wildfire, I think can well. There's two ways you can win. Out there, Danny. He can he can hope they burn up, then whip around them and get to the breeze, even over the short course here and drill them into submission. Or if they go absolutely berserk, come with one run, and you know that for 800 metres he's going to be able to sustain the rage. I'm with you. I don't know that he's racing it at his absolute best, but I'll look at that last start and I say, it's, it's, in fact, so many of his recent runs have been relatively inconclusive to the point where he might be racing at his best and he's just getting no fortune against good horses. So I've gone with him on top. Uh, Vanquish Stride, I've already mentioned. Heartbreak now, 14 and 3, 10 in for second. I think it's a genuine each-way option or a one-by-two. And then Yam Buckian and Curly James. But I'll be honest with you, it wouldn't if you're playing quaddies here, I don't know if you'd want to muck around too much, Dan. I think I'd be having a saver with even your Tango Taras and your Bulletproof Boys. Do you agree? Yeah, oh, no doubt about that at all. Yep. Well, Bulletproof Boy needs the pace on, but he'll flash home, and Tango Tar is more likely to make his own luck. At those sorts of prices, 10 or $11, you can err on the side of being wrong, can't you? Simply yeah. because of yeah. the value that's there. And um, if you're tipping a horse that's 23 into 14 now, it could still start 101 by the time the race is on. I mean, <laughs> fluctuations sort of mean nothing, um, as we've seen lately. But you'll get good odds about... Uh, t- well, if you like $10, Tango Tar... Uh, he, he, the groundswell could be there and he firms up the $6 or Bulletproof Boy for that matter. So, um, it, But they could easily go the other way. It's, it's perplexing. But fu- the truth is, funnily enough, regardless of whether that fluctuation happens or not, 
drawn 10 and 11 over a short course trip at a free-for-all. A horse can start $15, but in the quaddy can be worth 40 can't it? Because yeah. pe- people just have decided, they've made their maps up in their head and they say, well, you can't win from back there. So it's worth throwing them in, not only on the possibility that something bizarre might happen in the last 45 seconds, but also they're generally going to be worth more in the quad, aren't they, than whatever their representative price might be for the race. No doubt. Usually you find the horse that's the fifth favourite in the race, fifth favourite. Yeah. Um, if they win, they're generally, you know, they're 10 to 1 shot or 12 to 1 shot. They're the ones with the best value because they're always the next horse that people mm. usually can't afford to put in. Uh, we will always uh, tip four horses. We'll have an inkling for a fifth horse, but they're the ones that I always find uh, the best value through a quaddy. A bit similar to what you're talking about. And it could be either of Tango Tara, Bulletproof Boy, um, or even the one that you mentioned uh, and like at the odds, the way it's firming up, Bank Week Stride, it could be in single figures soon. So they're the sorts of horses, if they're not in your top four, can always add that little bit of value. And that's why it always hurts getting put out of the quaddy uh, in an instance like that, because uh, you cogitate about putting them in your top four and you leave one out and almost it's a recipe for them to, uh, to grow an extra leg. You know how to get me, don't you? I'm a lover of words. Cogitate, one of my favourites. We'll cogitate on a little bit more. School's out for the moment. SEN Track Trots Live Friday form panel. When we return, two more races to get through, and then we'll give you our best bets and also a brand-new segment that I like to call Multiculture. Back in a moment.